listener, this is one of the most favorited We Are Liars podcast episode. We hope you are enjoying your binge and we appreciate you so much for listening. Yeah, we're currently on hiatus, but we'll be back recording season two on October 26th. We hope you send in your season two thoughts to weareliarspod at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow our podcast network for the latest updates on Instagram and TikTok at Total Betty Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing season one, episode five, titled Reality Bites Me. Original air date, July 6, 2010, written by Brian M. Holden, directed by Wendy Stansler. This summary cracks me up a little bit. Trying to ignore A, backfired for the liars, and now they must pay the penalty as they deal with teenage typical drama, the boy kind. (laughs) It cracked me up. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. That's hysterical, the way that's worded. (laughs) So my little poison tonight is titled Lipstick Memory. It is a recipe by Epicurious. It has cranberry, Campari, and sparkling wine. And the link for the drink will be in the description. Enjoy. That also is very fitting for Thanksgiving, I feel. It is. It would be a good cocktail for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It'd be pretty. The picture has rosemary sprig in it. So I feel like it Ooh. would go. All right. So the girls are dealing with the aftermath of the red lipstick on Spencer's mirror. The girls have a cute little sleepover because they're all freaked out about the night before. They have also reinstated their phones to receive all messages. Everything is a free for all now. They'll get calls and messages and a doesn't waste any time. They text Hannah an attachment of a video from the girls the night before. The angle is coming from the closet. So, so this creepy. person, so creepy, was in the room with them this whole time while they were staring at the mirror. Oh my I god! Have, I have to say, this uh, episode in the beginning really creeped me out. I was like, "Wow, good job!" Like I actually feel uncomfortable well i'm glad it was definitely a better episode than last week for sure (laughs) much better as i was texting you or in the group with the discord that i think this episode is probably my favorite so far yes agreed and because each week you get a little bit more and a little bit more and plus we have jenna back with the lipstick it was just oh it was good so they run to the closet Inside is said lipstick on the floor. They match it to the mirror and they're like, okay, this is it. That's the morning. We have over to the individual girls for the day. So we'll start with Aria. The things at the Montgomery's are not going well post Byron's affair being revealed. Ella and Byron are fighting constantly and there are talks of him moving out. And you know what I'd like to know is who do they think this letter came from? 
Don't the parents think it's weird? Thank you. I was wondering the same thing. I mean, I guess because obviously this coming to the surface is hurtful, right? Your spouse cheated on you. Your daughter was involved, like uses a pawn in this. But no one questions where this information came from. Right. <laughs> what the hell? Except, you know, except for the girls. But like, what? I mean, I guess, I guess they're in their mind. They're like, it doesn't matter where it came from because it's true. But wouldn't you want to know who sent you this letter? Right. And, and It's bizarre. And wouldn't you question your daughter and be like, hey, in the letter, it says you've known. Who's this person? I'd like to know the same thing. I was questioning it the whole time. <laughs> so as you said, Aria reveals that she has known for over a year and when Ella finds this out, she, of course, is upset, but she isn't really directly mad at Arya. She's just more focused on Byron keeping this a secret and making their daughter keep this a secret. And the fact that she befriended Meredith. So now she feels like a fool, as you would. Yeah. And Mike notices that something is off between the parents. Arya doesn't really feed into it that much. and. She is realizing Mike is not stupid. So later on, they do have this cute little scene where she makes him the mac and cheese and they lay in bed and he's like, what's going on? She's like, I really wish I I knew what our parents were going to like, what was going to happen there. So it's really sad. It is really sad. And she does tell him, like, I know it doesn't have to deal with us. Right. It's between them. But still. And I and I love the fact that she said to her mom, like, I don't want to keep this from Mike. Like, I had to keep it from you. I don't want to keep this secret. So right. that'll be interesting when that comes out. Byron's going to have to lie in the bed that he made. Good. Go. <laughs> yeah. But at school, Arya is visiting her pal, Ezra, and she tells him she wants to make plans to hang out. And so he states that he's going to be reading his story at a bar. He tells her she could stop by if she wants to, but like he doesn't know how it's going to be. Hopefully it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> again, she's free to go wherever she wants and he can't control, but obviously these two can't control how they are around each other. Right. And just her going to a public place and him inviting her. Like, it's so inappropriate. And her seeing like, oh, I want to come see you and listen to you read is it's just giving this invitation like almost like I want you to be there. It's right. just messy. It's so messy. That's and, I, and I hated the line of her saying, you are the teacher. I'm the student. And I was just like, barf. This is so cringy. That's what she right, says like, in the classroom. Leaving into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, really cringy and uncomfortable. So at the poetry reading, we meet Hardy, who's played by Patrick Adams. He is perfectly Ezra's college roommate, like perfect yeah. to a T. Yeah. And he comes to support Ezra without Ezra's knowledge. I guess he had maybe in passing told him he was going to be doing this and didn't expect Hardy to show up. Arya is introduced to Hardy, and he picks up on their relations right away. He lets Ar Ezra know, I don't really think this is a good idea, dude. You're really messing with fire. It's not a good 
plan. You're her teacher. She's a student. She's in high school. And so this does sway Ezra's thoughts because later Ezra's demeanor towards Arya has changed. He's acting really strange during their hangout. They're playing pool. They're getting fries. And it's just like the conversation is conversation of post-college adult men about sex and things and, you know, Hardy hooking up with someone. And I'm thinking like, well, you're saying this in front of his student. This is really weird and awkward to to watch. Yeah. And also you're aware that this is your student. Like she right. introduces herself as his student. Right. And then she later can't on, say she's anything else. Right. But like you said, quickly it's picked up because of the vibe and the way they look at each other. And just what was being said was so inappropriate. Like, why would you continue to tell those stories? Yes. If you know, student? And why would you invite the student to come hang out with you guys? Like, it's just so inappropriate. I mean, he calls Ezra out, but also he was inappropriate. Right. Yeah, he was inappropriate with the just context of what he was talking about in front of the high school student that he said, hey, yeah, yeah this is my student. <laughs> so later on, Arya and Ezra head back to Ezra's apartment and Arya definitely notices something's up with him. He blows up on her basically says that you're still a student this can't continue it's wrong but then he's very easily persuaded by his feelings for her and the two decide to keep seeing each other in private because it's what they mutually want to do they don't really care like screw the outside world we don't really have to face them just yet so we'll just stay in our little bubble until like shit hits the fan pretty much and then shit hits the fan because Arya leaves her phone at Ezra's and he sees a text from A. It says, lucky you, Arya. Other girls have to do their homework. You get to do the teacher. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Burn. Uh, what did you think of him accusing her of not telling the truth yeah. about who she's told? Right. Um, and mm-hmm. well, also, what do you think? Yeah, I'm like... I'm almost curious if she's just going to go back in and include him in what's been going on. Like, hey, actually, here are the facts. But like, I'm, I was trying to think, like, what would I do? Would I be like, hey, listen, this is actually what's up. But then that would involve him into like this huge thing that only the girls are aware of and mm. whatnot. Right. But also in him just being like, I thought you were mature enough for this relationship. And it's just, I don't know. I didn't that's like not, any of it. I feel like that's not the argument he should be having. It would it, yeah. a trust a trust thing, yes, maybe because she didn't ele- let him on that she was telling someone, obviously, even though she wasn't. But the thing that she's still a child, it's it's like immature to do that. Not really the the argument yeah. here, right? Um, but he basically cuts off. He stops the relationship and. He thinks he can't trust her and this is going to get them in a lot of trouble. How dare you? And so she leaves and he just, he tells her to get out, like leave. I mean, secretly, I'm hoping this ends, but I know it doesn't. Oh, same. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Well, you know First what happens. Time. You know yes. what happens. I don't. Exactly. So over to Hannah, her punishment is underway and her way to pay back the accurates is by working at Sean's mom's dental's dental office. We see a conversation earlier that day between Sha- Shanna, 
between Sean and Hannah, and he admits he tried to take the blame for the car crash. What this do you is think so about that? weird to me. This is so weird. I can't read this kid. You still I, think he's full of shit? <laughs> I know. I don't want to, but it's just like every dude on this show sucks, except for Tobifer so mm-hmm. far. So far. And Sean, I'm like, okay, you wanted, you tried to take the blame. The fact that you guys are still talking. And then, as I'm sure we'll get into it, the discussion of homecoming. I'm like, I what? She destroyed your car. I know. And would your, I, and would your parents like, even want you to date her? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so I the argument is like, he says, I understand where you were coming from that night. Like, we had a bad night together. And I felt really shitty about that. Which is so yeah. mature. To, right. Well, and also that's just like the type of person that he is. He feels the blame all the time. And so he takes the blame from Hannah. But obviously his parents caught on and, um, you know, Hannah's like, well, it's best off that, you know, you didn't. You didn't have to do that for me. And you can definitely see that like they still have that pull towards each other chemistry, if you will. I don't really see a lot of chemistry between them as a couple. Um, But they definitely are like friends, like they're friends to the heart. And she does bring up, so we're going to go to homecoming together. And he like at at first is taken aback, but he's like, I I just have to think about that. He's not really ready to, I guess, jump full feet in with Hannah, understandably. (laughs) She burned him before with like trying to get him to have sex and then she crashes his car like it's a lot it's a hot mess yeah no it's a lot I have a question for you okay so remember on Friday Night Lights and you were making like predictions and observations of Billy right and I shut it down I was like he's not that type of guy is Sean a good guy so I don't have to continue okay yes then I'm um, going to change my thoughts. Yeah, he, just just change it. Uh, I will give you the clarification. Thank you. He he is not evil. I'll put it okay. that way. I mean, he's not like a huge um, player, but yeah. I mean, I don't mean player as in like the romantic sense. I mean, like he's just not a huge character. So okay. they kind of write him in to be like a nice soundboard for Hannah. But, like, the relationship is not really going to go anywhere, you know? Okay, perfect. At least, because now, like, that will take this energy and yeah. focus it on other characters instead of me being like, Sean, I don't really trust you. Yeah. And I don't no, know why. You were going with your gut. And yeah. I'm here to assure you that your gut is wrong and that he's just a good a good <laughs> dude that is just pretty vanilla. If, in all intents and purposes, just vanilla. Don't you think he looks like an older version of Quay's son from One Tree Hill? I forgot that kid's name. Um, I'm always thinking like, hey, this person would be a, a really good relative to this person or this person could play this person older. Like, mm-hmm. I think Clay's son, this kid looks like a teenage version. Okay. We'll have to put it side by side. I'm yeah. having trouble remembering what the kid looked like. So. <laughs> um, yeah, right. so we then see Sean getting picked up by a new blonde girl 
Hannah is immediately devastated. We find out later that this girl is a member of the Real Love Weights Club, a.k.a. the Clean Teens, right? The virginity club at school. And Sean is also a part of this. And I love his attitude towards her. He's like, go ahead and laugh, but like kind of owning it. Like, yeah, I'm doing this because it's important to me and it's good for me to have be surrounded by people that have the like-mindedness. Like, yeah. Good good to be aware of you, of your surroundings, identity. I guess, in high school. And, yeah, and, and your what identity. you feel. I know I did. I really did like that. And I really enjoyed, now that I'm changing my tune towards Sean, like I really enjoyed him and Hannah's uh, interactions in this episode. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good. <laughs> and then Hannah mentions she's also interested in the Real Love Waits Club too because she can tell it means something to sean so it will mean something to her so she'll she'll go and join a meeting you know maybe soon so during her day at work she sees jenna in the elevator jenna's applying a fresh coat of lipstick in the elevator doors okay question here we go Mm -hmm. jenna is blind she is i'm assuming she can still make out shapes And perhaps I'm super ignorant. I will own up to that. But it looked like she was looking at her her reflection as she was applying the lipstick. This is your first red herring of the show. So you could take that however you want to take it. She might see. She might not. It was, I think, done on purpose. Okay. Because... Hannah doesn't even react to that part, just reacts to the shade of the lipstick. So then I'm like, okay, I perhaps do not know enough. And I'm like, they can make out shapes. Like someone who is blind can make out shapes and know their face, right? Like, you know. Right. And it might be, um, what's that phrase I'm looking for? Like phantom. um, Mm -hmm. Like she's doing it because that was the motion that she would do when she saw Right. Pretending to look in a mirror. So it might just be like a phantom way of her putting on her lipstick. Again, you can interpret it however you want to interpret it. Time will tell. Okay. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, But she does get a look to see if it's the same shade. She thinks that it is. After that, she follows Jenna to see where she is going in this building and she realizes that jenna is seeing a psychiatrist that might be beneficial to hannah (laughs) down the line yeah so she goes to see spencer at the grill to tell her about her findings but before that hannah must be the chosen target today because she also gets an email from a with a photo of maya and emily kissing And A says, now I know two secrets. Hannah got dissed and Emily got kissed. Yeah. (laughs) I love this. There's lots of talks of relationships in this episode. And it's important to also note that Ashley knows that Tom and Isabel are together. But she's crushed to know that they are actually engaged. She didn't realize that part. And during this conversation, this kind of prompted Hannah to be more forward with Sean and to ask him, are they over? Are we over? What what are we? And it seems like they aren't, but maybe they are. I don't know. How did you take on it? Yeah, I think this just means that they'll hang out 
and go to this meeting together and that they're on good terms. Right. That's a friendly thing. It. Yeah. And maybe they will go to homecoming together and we'll see what happens there. Okay. As I teased, Spencer has won the Golden Orchid. 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 <laughs> it was like my brain literally hit a fuse. Um, this, of course, she did. And this is just how Ren knew it would go down. She wins something. Her parents forgive. All is well in the world. And her dad is happy, gives her a box of chocolates. And says, hey, I think we should do doubles tomorrow. I have a prospective client and his daughter that are interested. I think it would be really good. So she's happy to go there. Um, and she practices like all day on her swing. Yeah. So that's then that's Spencer. Like give her a task. She's going to do it to her fullest and make sure that she wins. And there she meets an attendant named Alex and the two get to know each other a bit. And there's definitely some attraction there. Have you seen this actor before? He's been in like a lot of things. No. Did you watch Scream Queens? Like the first couple of episodes? Okay, cuz he was in that show and that's like the only other thing. He's he was big on like this network and I think CW the security guard looked familiar to me. Yes, he's been in a lot of stuff. That's and that's I feel security like he's, guard. he's played that role. Yeah, I feel like I'd have to look it up, but for sure, yeah. he's definitely played a cop somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want to search that because I'm afraid to search anything. Okay, PLL. I will look it up and I I will you. report back. So while she's practicing, as I said, she runs into Alex and they get talking and. It's then revealed that Peter wants Spencer to throw the game because he doesn't want them to win. It would look bad because uh, Russell and his daughter are not good at tennis. So she does it, but she doesn't feel great about it. And Alex is there. He is, you know, the the ball guy while their game is going on and he notices that Spencer is not doing her best and he does approach her about it and she pretty much owns up to the fact that her dad wanted her to lose and he's like actually I see that a lot here like this is like just something that happens like I'm not really surprised by it and so I think her hearing that and then later on her dad saying that he basically threw Alex under the bus for something that happened at the club, Spencer pops off. My favorite part is she then tells her dad, Haha, guess what? I actually stole the essay, but I won. So it doesn't really matter. And she leaves. I loved it. I, I was loved like, that. And I love that this is how this came to the comes to the surface. I mean, right. I guess there there might still be more that will happen, but I d- honestly don't remember. <laughs> it wow. might, I don't think we come back to it. I don't. Okay, rem- that's good. I don't remember, but I don't think this is something that a like blows up in Spencer's face. I guess because it's already out in the open. Yeah, and she owned it and took responsibility right. for it. So exactly. I love that. This was right. good. And she she is getting to know Alex, and so she was like, "Don't disrespect someone that I'm." I befriended I'm starting to like and the two of them do meet up later like they have plans to hang out so this is cute it's very cute I'm very much into it me too (laughs) all right over to Emily in chemistry Emily and Toby are 
you know, partners again, and she asks him what he was doing the night before. She's fishing to see if he's A. And he says that he was at the grill doing homework. And she can't believe that he would do homework at the grill. Isn't it noisy? And he's like, well, it's better than Jenna blasting like her lectures at home. I'd rather go do it somewhere quiet. And they have friendly banter about art and Circus Survive, which is a band that they both mutually love. Did you ever listen to Circus Survive? I remember one song and I, of course, the title is escaping me now. But at that time, I was like, oh, they just like threw Circus Survive's like name in there. It's just so random to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I, like really am into Emily and Tobifer. Me too. Like I very much like I was excited for this. Oh, same. This is my favorite friendship of the show so far. I love this so much. It's my favorite ship, I should say. Like I don't even it doesn't have to be romantic. It's just my favorite ship. Like they're great. They're great together. Yeah. So Toby asks Emily if she wants to meet up at the grill later on. Maybe they'll study. Maybe they'll hang out. And so she does accept. But when she gets there, she's a little embarrassed because she sees Toby. And she also sees that Hannah and Spencer are there. And so she walks over to her friends. And Toby immediately is devastated. He's hurt that she went to go sit down with them. Completely ignored the fact that he was there. Really shitty. He ends up leaving. And while they're having their chat, the waitress does come over and give Emily a mixed tape that Toby has left for her. A mixed CD. A mixed CD. And and the art. And he drew it. Of the cover art. Like, this is so nostalgic in the most beautiful way. Like, this brought me back to just better times. Same. It was so good. Better times. And she's like, oh, shit, this is great. And so then Hannah thinks that this is from Maya. And she encourages Emily and she tells her, don't be scared of being with someone who's not conventional. I'll support you no matter what. And I thought that that was so beautiful. I clapped. I was like, <laughs> yes, Hannah, this you are so good in this episode. I love you. So good. Beautiful little morsel. And Emily just like, I'm sure she felt relieved in that moment. And yeah. so the next day at the grill, Emily sees Toby there and she goes to apologize to him and she gives him a CD of her own that just says Toby's like mix on it. And so he does accept and the two hang out and she grabs a coffee and you can tell that they're going to have a nice afternoon together. And that's my summary. It was a really easy summary to break down. This episode was really good. I enjoyed yeah. every minute of it. And it just was it was great. And I can't wait to discuss it with our patron, Mike, who will be on in just a few minutes. So stay tuned. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, I had a pretty short summary. What did you think of this episode, Mike? Because I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. I, we're still in season one, so it's, we're at the good part of Pretty Little Liars. I I wanted to ask um, Michelle. So last episode, you had asked Liz if Tom was on the island, and she said no. What would you have done if she would have said yes? Because if this was Gossip Girl, it probably would have been a yes. And then I think you would have lost it. Tom is who? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I would have been pissed because what the F? Like, 
it's just too soon to bring these parents in and then just dump them on an island. Well, I'm they, still they did trying that with to dance. I know. You're right. Ugh. Royal. <laughs> um yeah, I think I'm just also trying to get used to the flow of this show. Like I'm in my mind I'm like, "Oh, I have this all figured out." And then this episode was like, "No, you kind of don't." So just sit back and uh enjoy it. Yes, we did enjoy. I guess I'll I'll introduce Mike since I think we came back from break and I just didn't. So, Michael, our very first patron on We Are Liars. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Hello everyone. Are you excited to talk PLL? I am. I am. I didn't think this was ever going to happen, but here we are. Same. Stranger things have ha- have happened, so, you know. Stranger things have happened on on the Total Buddy Network for sure. Uh, it's just, but it's we're just here, so funny. And we're enjoying our ride. This is the fifth episode, five weeks in. And Michelle said um, earlier that this was her favorite episode so far. Yeah, I mean, compared to last week. Last, you know what? Also, last week, listeners, I apologize for me. Just I don't know what I was watching. I don't. <laughs> I was in a weird state. I guess I lost words. I cried over ink on my pants. Uh, it was really uh, good. <laughs> and then I rewatched last week's episode, some clips, and it's like things were super clear. Like Ren took. It from the garden. Well, I mean, to up to your interpretation, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, well, no, he said it. So, <laughs> oh, he does say it? Yes. Right. So, he I don't, says again, it? yes, he says, I took this from the garden because I went back to watch it. Mm-hmm. What kind of PLL fan am I? Oh, wait, remember, I didn't want to do this podcast. <laughs> But um, I apologize. Wow, I did not even. I must have been thinking of a million different things every time I watched that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. how much and I drove. hate it. And he, that <laughs> and he, he drove. drove. He did right? drive. Right, right, Michelle. They didn't walk. Right? Can we get clarification on this? I think the listeners would like some clarification. <laughs> yes, they drove. When I was editing, I was laughing so hard because she just was like, "No, no." And I'm like, but but you're wrong. And she's like, no, I know what I watched. I'm like, well, listen, hold on. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my God, I apologize. <laughs> yep. So yep. good. That was I loved every minute of it. I had a, I had listened to the us laughing about the pen and crying about the pen like five times. And it just made me crack up every time. I was like, there's no way I'm cutting any of this. There's no way. Yeah. It was pure gold. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if, you know, you read the blooper that, the song was different than the subtitles. I wonder if that was at the original air and then they fixed it now on <gasps> streaming. Maybe. That's what I, the Maybe. second you said that, I was like, oh, but it's probably fixed now because it's streaming, but good one back in the day. Good point, Mike. All right. Well, some trivia goofs continuity. This is one of my favorite uh, trivia so far. So Patrick Adams, he guest starred on the show to win back his at the time ex-girlfriend, Troyan Belisario. So I did a deep dive on Troyan and Patrick. And so I found out that the two met in 20, 2009 
during a play. They dated for a year. She broke it off with him. And so to get back with her, he like did every which way maneuver he could to get on the show for this small role on Pretty Little Liars to get back together. In 2014, they got engaged. In 2016, they got married and they had their first child in 2018. And I was like, that is the most delicious romantic thing I've ever heard. I have a question. Yes. Which one is she? Yes. Spencer. Spencer. Oh, that's real cute. And then she she was on Suits. Like she did like two episodes. Yeah, they like, yeah, they like dated in Suits for an episode or two. Um, That's really cute. And then they went to the... They went to Megan's wedding, obviously, and there was, yes. like, a rumor that they were high for the wedding. Like, they got high. There was, like, a huge, like, thing going about, around about, like, people that were, like, guests that did drugs, like, during the wedding or around the wedding. I don't know. And they were the two that people suspected. But those are really good because I've also deep-dived into them because I think they are – you know how, like, um, Blake and Ryan are probably, like, the greatest – uh, couple like celebrity couple that they would be best friends i feel like same thing with those two if you watch their youtube video of like knowing your partner or something i don't know they get asked questions of like who knows who better the things they just how they talk like about each other it's it's great they're i i ship yeah. i ship them as a couple like, cute same, i agree i think yeah, they're, they're super pretty, cute yeah, they're cute cool. i'm a fan yeah. My other trivia is that Keegan Allen, who plays Toby, revealed in an interview that Toby was supposed to die in this episode, but that Marlene changed her mind. And spoilers for the books. I know Mike probably knows this, but Toby does commit suicide in the book. Oh, my God. Yeah. So heavy shit. Um, But I guess she liked him so much that she decided, hey, we'll keep Toby. (laughs) Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, because I'm liking yeah. Tobifer. Same. He's like my favorite character at the moment. Same. One of them. Yeah, same. <laughs> and the episode title is an allusion to the 1994 romantic comedy film Reality Bites, directed by Ben Stiller. Hmm. So some continuity. When Spencer is at the club practicing her serve, after she talks to Alex, she throws the ball up and you can still see it in her hand. <laughs> when she puts her hand down, you can hear the ball getting hit. Mm. Um, during chemistry class, Toby asked Emily, so whose house did you stay at last night? However, his lips weren't moving and it doesn't match the words he's saying. It happens. Yeah. In a text from A, the video attached is labeled at Labeled as 6437.move, but on the actual mo- MOV, I guess we'll call it an MOV, right? <laughs> MOV file. <laughs> I'm like, move. I was like, shortening for movie. Um, but on the video, it's shown as the numbers reverse at the end with the last two digits swapped. As we said, Michelle Jenna leans into her reflection in the elevator to apply her lipstick. She is supposed to be blind. This is possibly a deliberate error by the filmmakers to make the characters and viewers doubt that Jenna is blind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mike? Red can she, can she sense? <laughs> like, I think she sensed Hannah. Like, even if you you can sense when someone's near you. And yes. you pro- like you, she probably felt like Hannah leaning in. And, you know, they usually say when one sense is gone, the others like pick Heighten. up to, yeah. Yeah, heighten to make up for it. So I just feel like she just like noticed, like felt her 
around, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felt her aura. But what did you think about her applying lipstick into the elevator door as though she was seeing her? Oh, that was the point they were talking about. I thought they were talking about Hannah being, because then she, Hannah like goes right up to her and then she's like, you like the color. Sorry, that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Do you think, I didn't even that think she knew it was Hannah? Well, I, or did she think it was someone just random? I someone? think it was just someone random. I don't think she would have known it was Hannah. Um, yeah. But then she might have picked up on Hannah's voice because Hannah tried to just go like, mm-hmm, but I feel like she could have known. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Mean. Hannah was like trying to disguise <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> oh, I get what you mean because like the mirror, so why is she looking like it's in a mirror? Ah, I get it. I'd see it. Didn't even clock yeah. it. That's the only thing I could focus on. I'm like, maybe did they walk I'm- or did they drive? Uh, see, it's the same thing, same scenario. <laughs> that's this for that's my thing for this episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm glad that this is now like a point of reference that we will use. Did they walk or did they drive? Did they walk or drive? <laughs> that would be the point of reference. They walked. So, um, th- at this point, I will read some music. Are we still into the music, Mike? You're a listener. Do you care about the music? Yeah. I do. Okay. Wow. What a great answer. No, no, there was one song. It was funny you mentioned that because there was a song that was on, and I was like, oh, I should have. There was something you had, I can't remember now, but you had said it. I was like, oh, I forgot that song was on there, but I was going to make a connection to something, but I don't know. The thought's gone. It happened a while ago. But yes, we do appreciate the music. All right. So I will, I will read the music. I will read the music. We have uh, songs by Miko, Katie Herzig, Jets Overhead, Evo Love, Aiden Hawken, Love Grenades, Andrew Bell, and Jaylene Johnson. All right. So this is the portion where we have some questions. So, Mike, since you are here, if you have any, we'll start with you. Yes. Um, well, I have some just overall comments. I was pulling a Michelle and yelling at the TV uh, with the whole Aria and Ezra. And I'm like, like... If he's worried at the end scene when he was like, you know what it what happens if the school board finds out? Maybe you shouldn't be doing this if you're worried about people finding out. Maybe that's the red flag right there that you should be like, uh, this isn't right. Like, why? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, would you, either of you rather join, so if you were in high school, would you rather be a member of the Real Love Weights or the Clean Teens? <laughs> uh, probably Clean Teens because Chase is super cute. Yeah, it's so true. So, so true. We'll get a little introduction to the Real Love Weights Club next week, so maybe you'll find some of them attractive, but uh, Chase was very... No, I doubt it. (laughs) I'll stick with Chase. (laughs) What about you, Mike? Uh, Clean teens. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have either of you ever lost something on purpose so that the other person would win? No, never. I'm way too competitive for that. Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Usually I don't win. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. No. Mm-hmm. I've, you? I've lost on Have you. Yeah, I've lost on mini putt. One, mini putt, which is what we call mini, mini golf or putt putt, mini putt. I've lost <laughs> I've lost um once on a date because we had the we had a pack that like the loser buys dessert, so I wanted to buy dessert anyway. So that's, well, that's acceptable. What kind of ice cream did you get? It was How do you assume it's ice cream? It was a pumpkin pie blizzard from uh Dairy Queen, actually. 
Yum. I don't know. Wait, I just, I just associated I mine with ice cream. Is, but I just know it was fall time. And I've never had a pumpkin. No. Did, anyway. Sorry. Did your date uh, know that you let them win? No, because I crumpled up the scorecard. I was the one keeping score. Ooh. And then I kept the scorecard, obviously, wow. and added it to like the book, you know, the box the of box. things that you end up throwing out that you burn up, <laughs> the ceremonial burn after the breakup. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I never did that. I still have all my things. Ooh. But yet you find I someone who yeah. puts essays weird on their computer on the desktop <laughs> years later. Put it on a drive. Put it on a drive. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you don't have it just labeled. Like, it's just, okay, continue forward. <laughs> um, Michelle, I, I don't know if you've clocked it, but I clocked a sort of similarity to you and Ezra in this episode. We found out that, ready? Just wait. I don't know if I can look at you and say this because I'm going to burst it <laughs> laughing. So we found out that Ezra laughs in his sleep. And Michelle, you like to chant prawns, 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 prawns in your sleep. <laughs> okay, first off, first off, I woke up chanting prawns, and that's a difference. The difference is she didn't sleep talk, she woke up talking. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I bet our listeners might be confused on what that means. What, uh, Mike, when did is... I tell that story? Did I tell it to you in person? No, or was, was that on the, on the pod. podcast? It was on the podcast and Ingrid was definitely Ingrid was there. there. It was back in IT. Been... Yeah. IT three days. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's been that long mm-hmm. since I had that. Okay, yeah. quick. Too long didn't read. I don't eat shrimp anymore or prawns. Well, actually fish anymore, but that's a whole thing. A whole thing. Because I woke up one day chanting prawns and it disgusted me. And to me, prawns are the most vile creature on this earth. <laughs> it's gross. I mean, it's gross. <laughs> when you see the eyeballs and the, the, it's gross. Okay, let's move on. I keep saying this, like I get riled up and then I'm like, okay, move on. Um, and then the one last thing, did you note? Know- oh, well, Two things. Uh, did you did either of you notice Hannah opening the door at the end, and she used her sleeve as to not leave fingerprints? She like put her sleeve over her hand and opened the door. And I was yeah. like, "Do you think they're going to dust for your fingerprints, Hannah?" It was it was quite. Uh, she watches a lot of true crime, yeah. you know. Well, she knows she's got to cover her tracks. <laughs> and then I just liked how Hannah was like trying to be supportive for Emily at the end. That was yeah, I love it. I love Hannah love in this that. episode. Yeah. So Vic asks Mike, well, I guess we can we can all answer your favorite liar currently. I guess we could do currently and then you could do overall being that you've seen the show. Uh, so if it's the book, it's Aria, but in the show, it's Spencer. Mm, okay. Okay. Wow. What about you, Michelle, so far? Uh, currently, it's a tie between Spencer and Hannah. Same. Same. Yeah. And with, with Arya still at the bottom. See, Hannah, Hannah's at the bottom for me in book and show. Wow. Because yeah. Hannah, I think, and we'll see how I feel, obviously, <laughs> when we're done, but Hannah was my favorite character yeah. first go. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I know we're all 
able to have our own opinions, but Mike, yours is the wrong one. So. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Just like she gives Will the tea, she gives Will the like the yeah. stink eye for loving um, Emily and Maya so much. No, we can love them, but like just to, like these bold statements of like this may be my favorite ship. And Will, you don't talk like that. Sorry, you're saying like this may be my favorite ship of all the Total Betty shows is a bold statement. Well, he said it as like the beginnings of the fluttering, blooming romance. That's even really worse. Enticing. I know it's crazy. I mean, so, I want to flip love, my computer. So who is who is your number one ship of the Total Betty shows, Michelle? I mean, we digress here, but you know that's what we do. <laughs> oh, it's Seth and Ryan. Oh. It's Seth and Ryan. It's my favorite. Um, They're my favorite. Oh, it's not. It's not uh, Archie and Veronica. Don't. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> what did you think I was? I don't Definitely know. Not Archie and I was, Veronica. I wanted to River Pod because River Pod's the forgotten child. No one ever talks. about You River are the Pod. only one. Who remembers River Pod? River Pod, I'm dedicating it to you, Mike. That is for you, buddy. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys are interested, we did do Riverdale for a hot second. Yeah, over like on the our first Patreon. Three seasons. For more information, Patreon. And now we did four. Patreon.com slash Joel Bedding. It's a podcast network, as it is a Patreon yes. exclusive. Exactly. Thank There's you multiple so tiers much, on yeah. that uh, thing. You'll learn about that at the end of the show. So please uh, continue listening. <laughs> you you very well. There'll also be an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell he's been listening for five years? Yeah. Um. So who has the better parents? Uh. Can we just say parent? Because I think it'd be Hannah. Yes. Ma, like I think that's like the parents. Yeah, I'd say Ella and Ashley yeah. are Ashley, the best parents yeah. right now. But I guess yeah. if you had to like put a, a collective and like pick a pair of parents, I think maybe it would be Emily's parents because. Well, I mean, Michelle doesn't know. I'm not discrediting like Pam's lack of inclusiveness and acceptance and all of that, but like the least problematic right now. I'm actually going to say Arya's parents are probably the best, even though they're going through it and he cheated on her. That mm-hmm. I think both parents are involved. Spencer's parents aren't that horrible yet, but doesn't her mom remind you of, I thought she was Benson, but she's not, but they look so much yes. alike. Yes. She- I remember the first time watching yeah. that being like, oh my God, are they twins? Are they sisters? Yeah. They look so much alike. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Vic says, give each liar a partner from our Betty shows, including Riverdale. She thinks Nate would be good with Spencer. Now, I will tell you what I have come up with, being that I was the only one who knew this question was coming. So I thought long and hard about it, and you guys can let me know if you agree. So I do think Nate and Spencer would work temporarily because... I feel like he would put her first and their home lives are very similar. But I think she needs someone who's a little bit more edgy, rebellious, loosen her up, someone who doesn't give a fuck. So I put P. Sawyer. I feel like they would be a good mix, obviously, if she leaned that way. Um, But then someone who is also maybe a little misunderstood. So I also put Jake Jagowski. Someone who is emotionally available and mature. Wow, that is quite the mix you chose. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, so who would you think would work well with Spencer? 
Spencer's a go getter. Spencer's a go getter, so you'd either need someone to be polar opposite. I was trying she, to think of opposites, you know. Yeah. I could see her with Ryan. I feel like she might like the bad boy, like or Luke. I think I think Luke. Ryan. Yeah. Luke. The only reason why I didn't pick Ryan is because I can totally see him going to a dinner at like the Hastings and him being like, I don't belong in this world. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. I know? think I think I think Spencer is I mean Spencer. I think Nate is good for Spencer. Nate. That's a good one. Like bad boy turned good. Wait, and Nate. you know, she's similar to no, Archibald. No, Nate Archibald, Arch- oh. not Nathan. Yeah, I was like, not Nathan. Yeah, Nathan that's such a good idea. I'm like, Alyssa, you said the exact same thing. I like, why right. are, we, are we hearing the same? Is, is this on? Am I hearing the correct thing? <laughs> What's going on? We have so many of the same character names. So, yeah. so Nathan and Nate, different. Yeah, so no, Nate. no, Nate. Nate. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a little bit of a cop out, and I'm not trying to tap cast type but i feel like maya and tony from riverdale are very similar so i think that they would be good for emily but also i'm throwing p sawyer in there too and also maybe a little bit seth cohen because like the music and the emo-ness i feel like that could work yeah yeah i agree with that p sawyer and seth cohen alex i mean we're not going main cast but alex like with that whole like edgy music Mm kind of thing True. Love that. Love that. Yeah. What about Hannah? See, I did choose Ryan for Hannah. I feel like he's a little complex, a little wounded, very safe. Um, Or then I threw in Mouth McFadden because he's your biggest fan. He loves you for your inside and your out. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Oh, Mouth. Julian? Hannah's tough. Julian. I feel like Julian goes with anyone oh though, so Julian. that's a cop out. Julian goes, <laughs> Julian with, goes with everyone, so that's a cop out answer. I, I'll change it. Yeah, I think I like Ryan. I like that pairing. Hmm. Oh, like what about what about Matt Sears? Like we've totally forgot about Friday Night Lights. Tim I know. No, I haven't forgot. I it's haven't just forgot. no one works. I, just, this was no one works. I feel like that this town doesn't really mesh with the other town. Jason, I can see. <laughs> no. your, I can see you're going with Jason. That whole like. Hardy, like, you know, I can see her with Jason and being supportive of, like, after the accident. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I could also, for a minute, I also thought that Spencer and Jason would work well together, but I think maybe Hannah works better. And then I'm very proud of my Aria, Lucas Scott, Dan Humphrey. Oh, for Mm -hmm. sure. sure. Padgy boy. Mm -hmm. They both are Ezra. Yeah. Ezra vibes. Yeah. 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 Oh, Oh, for sure. Disgusting. And I, I think Padge more over Lucas. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Because Arya of Arya, Ezra and Dan are the same person, in my opinion. I know you don't know much about him right now, Michelle, but they feel very similar. That's that's painting a picture. But I said it in episode one. They kind of also look a little alike too. Yeah. Very articulate. Both of them. Yeah, but maybe Arya would want Rufus instead. Ah! So maybe. <laughs> Why is she Ivy? But Should we call her Ivy Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe like Rufus Patch. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. this game. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, she also wants to know, would you keep a secret to avoid hurting someone or would you tell them? 
So I guess like for the Aria Ella situation. I feel like this depends on the situation. I mean, obviously you want to say I'll always tell the secret, but then I really think it depends on scenario. Mike? It also depends on who the, like how close you are to that person because there are something like, yeah. There are some like bonds where you can be brutally honest and it's fine. And it's better hearing it from your friend, like, you know, the person, you know, sometimes it's better hearing it from at least someone you have a strong bond with than finding it out another way. But, so yeah, yeah, I think it really depends. What do you think, Liz? Yeah, I, th- I honestly think it's a situational. It really depends on whose secret you're keeping. Um, Obviously, if it's something that's going to harm them then maybe it's yeah. better to keep to yourself like it, it makes sense why aria kept this i mean she's a child and she probably thought she's a child ezra let's repeat this come on everyone say it together she is a child mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she is but uh like she yeah. probably thought if i say this this might break up my parents and then it's my fault whereas it's better yeah right so. Right, and now it's it's truly not her fault. It's all Byron, <laughs> and yeah. and his attitude in this is like, "What do you want me to do? Do you want me to move out? Do you want me to do this?" And she's just like, she's so angry, and he's just so calm, and it pisses me off how calm he is about it. He's just like, "Well, I know we did this thing, so we're either going to work on it or we're not going to work on it." Just like he's a turd, he's a dick. Yeah, I really don't like him. I think he's probably my least favorite parent on the show mm. right now mm-hmm. um send our liars to our betty shows so she could see aria hanging out with caitlin in the oc <laughs> i feel like aria goes to one tree hill hannah and spencer are gossip girl mm-hmm. and emily is the oc mm-hmm. agreed um but yeah aria was technically in the oc and she did hang out with Caitlin. She was. She and was, so was, she was Hannah. And so was Hannah. She was Caitlin. That's right. And so was Mona. Right. I, I know I know you're <laughs> I know you're listening, uh um uh, Melinda Clark. Aria did not play Lucy Hale did not play uh <laughs> Summer as a kid. She played Caitlin's roommate. It bothers me every time. Uh I mean, I get it. It's fine. You've only seen the show maybe even once. I get it. But I know, I know. And I know you're listening, yeah. Melinda, because you are a friend of the podcast. She yes. is a friend of the pod. She is a friend of the pod. <laughs> Not this pod, but maybe another. Um, will we see more of Ezra's friends and will he now know all about A? Michelle. I don't I, I yeah, I've been wondering about this. We even brought this up in the first half if she's going to go back and explain who A is or she's just going to be like, "Oh no, he ended it with me. He treated me poorly. He doesn't believe in me." Hopefully, like I want this to end so badly, and I know it doesn't. We got seven. Do so, you think we'll meet any of Ezra's friends? Maybe potentially family. Maybe down the line when they're like in a relationship. Barf. <laughs> she's a okay, she's a junior. Yes. Let's do a little light predict here. What do you see for the trajectory, if any, of Azaria? Because that's our ship name is Azaria. Well, they're going to keep sneaking around and it's going to be messy and they will date and it's going to be in private and it's going to be a lot of will they, won't they. There's going to be trust involved. I think perhaps Aria will have a fling with someone else that we will like better, but they will leave. And ultimately, 
she will date him when she gets out of high school or there's this t- time jump that's coming at some point in the show. Yes. And uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. He'll bring her around or I don't know. And then I could see like, would he lie and bring her around to family and be like, ooh, she's a my age. Even though she looks like a child. <laughs> I know they looked really young in this episode. I mean, I, I know it's first season, but this episode is in the sleepover part. I'm like, wow, these girls look so young. Yeah, they look their age. They do. Did Arya have to tell Ezra's friend that, like, that she was his student? She could have just said, I'm a friend of Ezra. Would have been right. fine, but she had to bring up that I that she was a student. I wonder, do you feel like if she, it would have, um, if she didn't say, if she said she was a friend and then like someone saw her there, she couldn't really say, oh, I'm a friend of him because he is my teacher. But I mean, obviously she doesn't know Hardy and Hardy figured it out real quick. Yeah. And also I think there's such an innocence to her of being like, who cares? I am the student. You are the teacher. Like, she's still not registering that this is... Like, she knows it's bad, but she's not registering, like, how much trouble he could get in. Yeah. Right. And she just probably doesn't care because she's happy. Right. And he's like, I'm child too, but I'm also shitting a brick. I'm scared. (laughs) This is my job. My first job probably out of college, and I'm going to screw it up. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Britt asks... Were you shocked that Ella had no clue? You a were little bit. you were surprised, I'm sure, because you predicted that she knew. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. How terrible was Ezra in this episode? First, his friends point out how bad this relationship is, and then he blows up on Arya when she's clearly just telling the truth. Do you think he was right for getting mad at the tax message? Mike? Yes. <laughs> well, sorry, Mike. I do I do think he has a right to get mad because he knows what the situation is, right. but he didn't actually listen to her. But also, the situation sucks. Do you ship them, Mike? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, just... Like if you haven't noticed by now, the ships are are not. There's no there's no strong competitors for for the ship of the the show award. Okay, I'm just gonna just gonna say that. Not yet. Not yet. There's one. There, yeah, fine. Or two, two. maybe two. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> two. If I two that I I like and I'm excited to see mm-hmm. if I still like it. Yeah, we'll see. There's one I really. There's one I hate. Like. There's one I, I really, know exactly really which like. one you hate. Okay. I know exactly which one you hate. <laughs> if you do, that'd be funny. But there's one like I don't like. It's the one that everyone hates. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we're, te- we're having the telepathy. Yeah. I will message you on the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Mike, do you, do you think that he was, ma- he was right for, or he has a right to get mad about the text message? Yes, but he doesn't have a right to look at her phone. I think he should have just shut off her phone. Or turned mm. down the volume. Or buzzing, because he said it kept buzzing. So he could have just turned it off. And then returned yeah. the phone to her at school and been like, oh, you, you left this in your desk. Oh, wait. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, wait. No, you didn't. <laughs> and everyone would have been on to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, he shouldn't have looked at her phone. 
Yeah. And then Britsy's last question, would you have thrown the match, Mike? Like Spencer and her dad did? Oh, throw. I was like, someone lit something. I was trying to, I was like. Same. Was like, Same. I'm like, shit. It's also just like about the peak. Okay. Sorry. Just from like, have you peaked? And I was like, did you mean, have you peaked in high school? I was really confused about the thing from last year, but the or last, sorry, last episode about the peak. And I'm I also didn't understand it. Sorry. Once again, we digressed in last week's episode, but yes, this- I, when they said peaked, I also thought peaked in high, high school. school. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was poor word choice. The match. Um, probably, I don't know. Have you have you played tennis? Do you like tennis? Uh, I like watching tennis. Uh, I've never played. I've I've gone on a tennis court by myself with tennis balls and a tennis racket, but I've never played with someone else. <laughs> tennis is hard. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really lot, hard. It's a lot harder than you, you remember I, coordination. I took lessons from Becky, my babysitter. Oh. I thought that story would go over <laughs> differently, but Liz is just like great i mean like that was <laughs> nice of becky to teach you becky was a great babysitter <laughs> yeah she was a nice girl yeah. <laughs> all right so let's go on to our favorite scene mike did you have a favorite scene of the episode um I, the I, like uh so i said this a little earlier but when hannah was with emily and was like is there you know if there's someone you really like you know, I was trying to yes. like be supportive. I really liked that episode. Or, I yeah. loved that part too. I picked Spencer giving her dad shit about her writing the essay and her telling her him that she stole it. I was like, yes, <laughs> you get it, Spencer. Yeah, that was my favorite scene too. Spencer owning it. What about a cringy scene? Oh, there's so many yes. of those. <laughs> But I think what I said in the first half of Aria and Ezra in the classroom, and she says, just remember, you're the teacher and I'm the student. Oh, did not, did not go well. Does not sit well. Will you agree, Mike, or you have a different one? I have a, a different one. It's the, it's two scenes, but it's the same thing. The like cringy, skinny culture they were kind of highlighting in this, like Aria saying, oh, I'll just eat a granola bar for, um, breakfast and then mm. hannah commenting on that 11 pound amber amber oh that 11 pound uh cheerleader or whatever about how she, so i was like oh cringy yeah. like skinny culture stuff of yes the 2000s. and also like the skinny latte just calling her skinny latte yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah lots Ooh. of um mm, references mm-hmm. there I actually had when Ezra and Arya were in the bar with Hardy. I felt that that was super uncomfortable, um, especially for Hardy <laughs> being in yeah. the middle. If I was Hardy, I'd be like, okay, this is definitely a teacher-student thing going on here. And just like them talking in front of Arya like she's one of them when she's in reality is just a child. Yeah, it was bad. Did we have a favorite A antic this episode? Something A did that we were impressed by? I like the email. You like the email? I like the email. Yeah, with the picture. Yeah. I like that she was just in the closet and nobody knew that. (laughs) Or they, I shouldn't say she, were in the closet and nobody knew. Did Aria really need to 
put the lipstick on her hand to compare it. Like we all knew it was the same color. Like you could, or you could have just drawn on the mirror. Like did you have to put it on your hand and compare up to it? I, I just, I, I don't like. I, I don't understand. So, so yeah, I laughed at that. Same. I was like, what? No, you ruined this creepy scene and just made it corny. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Do we have any fashion moments? I shouted out the uh, Juicy Juicy Tube lip gloss that Hannah was using. I was like, oh my God, Lancome Juicy Tube. It was like such a throwback. I liked Hannah's yellow bear crop top that she was wearing, the pajama. Her pajama top. top. It, was, it was really cute. I like Spencer's tennis outfit. I was going to say Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she looked adorable that in that. It was so just, it was perfection. Cute. It was perfection, as Spencer is perfection. Yes. Yeah. Um. What about a quote, Mike? Um. I'll I'll burn you a CD, Toby, because <laughs> that's just that like that's just like let's let's that's just a time capsule of itself. I'll burn you a CD, like right there, captured moment. How? But okay, so. I'm a big fan of Tobifer, but just the way he said it before he said, I'll burn you a CD. was like, oh, the next band I should get you into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that phrasing was really weird. Yeah. Well, Toby's like a little weirdo. Yeah. It's fine. He's adorable. I love, I love his, um, he's also like someone who's very articulate and yeah, but yes, also speaks a little like Yodish. Well, Edward Cullen vibes. Yes, yes, Edward Cullen vibes, for sure. He's a vampire. I have different is good. I like different. This town has too much of the same. And that was also Toby. Yeah, that was good. I was like, that yes, Tobifer. Okay, Mike, who was your MVP for the episode? Uh, so Spencer's husband, which, uh, Hardy. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, her husband. <laughs> like, I, no, I, when I wrote that down, I was like, I'm going to say this, but I was like, I don't want Michelle to think it's like, it's not a sport, like her, like, it's like a thing. Her actual, like her real, the actress's real life husband. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hardy is on the island. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, who was yours? Spana, so Spencer Hannah. Good one, good one. Yeah. I also had Hannah, but we did get votes for Spencer, and I did give Sean a blue ribbon for owning the virginity club and trying to take the blame for Hannah crashing the car. I thought that was sweet. Okay. I'll also, Mike, it. I did give Michelle like that Sean's the okay, because she's like, can you just tell me if he's good or not? Because I feel like you could just let me off the hook with that. So I'm like, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really remember anything else that yeah. happens with him, but he's fine. Um, what about a shittiest, Mike? Ezra. It's a cop out, mm, but Ezra. So. Ezra. I don't know. Like, yeah. You're worried about the school board finding out that stop dating. I was yelling at the TV. Like yelling at the TV. So true. Prawn. So prawns, true. Prawns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> prawns, prawns, prawns. That's so true. Ezra, you're such a hypocrite. <laughs> Uh, but I picked Peter. We had votes for Peter. We had votes for Emily too. I did. I did think Emily um, did something shitty to Toby, but I get why she did it. She's still in Where's high school. Peter Spencer's dad. Peter I, Spencer's dad. I, I saw the confusion look on oh. Michelle. Michelle's like, I was like, Michelle doesn't know who Peter is. Spencer's. Dad. Yeah, because I wrote down Spencer's. Dad. Dad. Okay, so Spencer's Peter. dad is Peter, and okay. Veronica is her mother. Okay, which we Peter didn't see Veronica. this episode, but. Got it. Yeah. Um. So we we did get equal votes for Peter and Emily. And like I said, I do. 
I understand why people chose Emily. This really, it hurt me to watch. Yeah. But I understand. I get it, And though. I sympathize. Yeah. All right, so it's time for our Betty of the Week. Before we do that, I have a um, pitch for a new segment. Please if, do. If you guys... I mean, you can edit this I'm out o- if you don't I'm like it. I'm all ears. But I was thinking you can, this new segment can be called The Rosewood Shop, which gets its name from the ice cream shop that's in Elmwood City, which is from Arthur, which is the next Total Betty show, as people know. You know, everyone knows <laughs> Arthur. So I had to steal a name. So Sam, Sam if you are listening, this is for you. <laughs> um, so I was thinking... We'll bring back the ice cream. We can call it Rosewood Shop. You know, I feel like that's what the ice cream store would be called in Rosewood. Like, can we do like shoppy, like yes, like Taylor like, yeah, in um, um, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Also, S H O P P. Yeah, yeah, you know what I meant. Um, Just making sure. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna kind of change it up each week. I, I I might not I might not do necessarily what the episode's about. It might be character based, or it might be some general theme or something. It's gonna be different. I feel like we got to mix it up a little. I'll take whatever you got, Mike. So, but this is, a, I think, a new segment we can kind of launch for, for We Are Liars. Um, I so love it. This week, I chose uh, Chocolate Therapy by Ben & Jerry's. So I picked this one <laughs> because therapy is a huge uh, theme throughout this episode. We have um, Byron mentions that maybe they should go to couples therapy to work out his issues with Ella. Byron is Aria's father, Michelle. If, I don't know. If, I know. Okay. That, one, okay. that one she knows. Okay. Uh, and then... All the liars should probably go to therapy to talk about their best friend dying. I mean, that's also, you know. And then they have their own individual problems besides that. So Aria should go to see therapy about her, also her family, like keeping the secret from her dad and uh, for her dad from her mom. Uh, Hannah has her issues, obviously, like some weight body issues, like self issues. Um, and then there's probably issues with her dad as well. Maybe she may, she might feel abandoned. Um Spencer and Spencer has also family issues with Melissa and always being second to Melissa. That's got to be something to talk about. And then Emily, uh, it seems like she's kind of questioning her sexuality. So that's maybe something she can talk about in therapy. It may be good to for someone to listen to or to have someone to listen to. So I, that's why I chose Chocolate Therapy by Ben and Jerry's. And it is uh, chocolate ice cream with chocolate cookies and swirls of chocolate pudding. Because when you need therapy, nothing is more therapeutic than chocolates. That's so true. And chocolate pudding. Yeah. What an interesting uh, twist in an ice cream. So. Oh, I loved this. Thanks, I had to launch it when I it, was on Mike. it. So, like, it, this is perfect. I was the guest. I was like, okay, we'll launch it here and it can be going forward. <laughs> it's perfect. And I look forward to hearing mm-hmm. all of your other creations. Yes. Same. All right. Well, on a happy note, I will announce our Betty of the Week. You're a total Betty. It's Tara. Yeah, Tara. 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 <laughs> oh my god that's like the second or third time mike's gotten to do roller coaster with us on a I podcast know. <laughs> right, i know we should bring it back maybe what we can do is we can go on the rosewood shop and every time mike we read mike's 
ice cream, we could go on the roller coaster in honor of Mike. Um, but in all seriousness, Tara is our patron, our Betty of the week. We are so excited that you have joined for the year. We hope you like your stay here. Our friends are fun. Right, Mike? Yes. <laughs> and uh, we just wanted to truly just say thank you so much for joining the network. We look forward to getting to know you. And I'm sure all of the Bettys are excited. And hopefully you'll join us over on Discord so we get to chat to you, chat with you. So thank you. Thanks, Tara. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. It's time for a review. I was just going to say, it was strange because you were talking and I'm like, have I heard this before? I'm like, this is the second one that's that's joined for the year. And I was like, oh, no, Mondays was live. So we heard. So I would have heard. Like, I already heard. This has never happened where I've heard the two. Anyway, sorry. It's a little yeah. moment for me. That's my face. I don't know if you saw my expression. Like, <laughs> been recognizing where I heard this before. Sorry. sorry no, again, I <laughs> I'm so surprised that Mike doesn't remember where he has heard something. <laughs> right? They walked, Mike. They walked. He walked. What Mike was referring to was our live podcast this week for Talking Texas Forever, our Friday Night Lights podcast. If you're interested in watching us live and joining us each week for Discord chat, head over to Patreon. It's in the description for the episode and you'll have a good time with us. All right, Michelle, it's time for a review. I think we have one to read. We sure do. So excited. Phone emoji from Cupcake55125 stars. Total Betty and PLL, two of my faves. I can't wait to go on this wild ride with my favorite ladies. Aww. Thank Thank you, you, Cupcake. Cupcake. Mike, what should our emoji be that people can put in their Apple Podcast review? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Tennis ball, tennis rocket? Oh, yeah, let's do that. I'm sure there's a tennis racket. Yes, there is a tennis racket. There is. He's already confirmed. He's already confirmed. And where can you put that tennis racket, uh, Lisa Michelle? Where where can people put that? Mike, why don't don't you tell us where you can stick that tennis racket? I think you can stick it in an Apple podcast review. And I don't know, maybe title it like, these girls are a grand slammer. Move over, Serena and Venus Williams. Here's Michelle uh, Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, soon to be Alyssa Daly, depending when you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. And you know something like that, or you know these, you know, or yeah, these girls are a grand slam, or they're forty love, love this podcast, tennis racket, mm. you know, something like that. Yes, that was Rated good. Five Mike. stars. My God, there's so much terminology for tennis. I didn't even realize you could put that. <laughs> So much. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. So thank you, Mike. As you said, you can put it in an Apple Podcast review. You can rate us five stars. That would be awesome. If you want to DM us on uh, Discord, if you're over there, if you want to also DM us on Instagram or at Total Betty Podcast Network, send it in an email, whatever floats your boat. We just want to know that you're listening and we want to hear from you. And the Apple Podcast review truly helps the show. It's a free way to help the show. It helps us. It helps, sorry, not us, them, Michelle, let's grow and expand the network and grow the family. That's so loving and dearing. Uh, you, if you are a member of Patreon, you would know about how amazing our family is. We have a Discord chat, which blows up 24-7. We all support each other on the highs and lows of the roller coaster of life. Roller coaster! <laughs> of life so if you want to be a part of that and the best part about patreon besides winning guest spots and 
live watches is that you also get exclusive access to the best podcast, Riverpod, which we talked about earlier. <laughs> I knew that was coming. The best podcast. I'm like, here it comes. Riverpod. Riverpod. We have promoted Riverpod so much in this episode. Only season what seasons yeah. one to three only. <laughs> well, it's like one, one through f- like three point five or four. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. With this and the season six summary and the season yeah. six finale finale <laughs> what a mess <laughs> thank you mike okay. thank you mike thank you. all right it's time i tell the folks the episode title for next week and i will give a secret are you ready michelle oh i'm ready all right so the title for next week episode six is there's no place like homecoming and my secret to be revealed I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Is we find out the real reason Toby took the fall, aka why Allie blackmailed him in next week's episode. Yes. Well, that is. I know you. You didn't quite. You couldn't quite come up with something. But now that you know Toby a little bit more, what could you think that his secret could be? Oh, I still have no idea. Okay. All right. Well, what else do you predict for next week? Okay. So I think Hannah and Sean will go to homecoming together. And I think some time will have passed. And I think we'll see her maybe at the meeting and the teen queens wait till we're married. What is it called? Real Real love love waits. waits. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I hope there's t shirts. Mm -hmm. So I think they'll go to homecoming together. I think is Maya in next week or maybe not tell me that because I think. Yes. Yes, she no, she def she definitely is. Yes, I think maybe she'll feel a little weird because she's going to see Emily and Tobifer hanging out and be like, "Oh, I thought mm. you had to wait, mm. and now I see you with him. So what's up with that?" And then I just think messy A stuff will start making appearance and mess with Homecoming and the girls. I really, I don't know why Toby took the fall. Okay, I have no. I it's he's got to know juicy. a secret or something. Mm-hmm. Right, Mike? I'm so excited. <laughs> it is. But we'll be back on December 1st where you can watch with us if you're a patron on the Discord chat for episode six, which is the homecoming episode. You're not going to want to miss it. It's a good one. Um, and we'll we'll see when we see you. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving. We are thankful for you listeners. We are thankful for our patrons. And um We hope that you're enjoying. So we'll be back next time for episode six. See you later. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. And we're thankful for our two hosts as well. Oh, thank you. you. We're also thankful for the two of you. Yes. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, part of the Total Betty podcast network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Buddy Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.